0: Give us a little martini shake, Dustin. Welcome to the Martini Meeting with Gina and Eileen, back together after like six weeks.
1: Oh my gosh, I love it. I love being back together and doing what we do best, drinking Mm -hmm. martinis, having meetings, discussing women empowerment and how we can move our businesses forward. I love it. I've missed you. I've missed you. And Dustin, we've missed you too.
0: Thank you. I've missed you as
1: well. I I mean, the heckling, the jokes, the singing, the martinis. Have you missed us? together as a team
2: absolutely absolutely <laughs>
1: we don't even pay him to say that <laughs> compliments
0: will be better if I was paid though
1: yeah <laughs> the best producer in the world
0: how's Proud that work? Um, Of course, Dustin, we need our phone number because we can never remember it.
3: And that is 914-338-1186.
0: Awesome. Call us if you want to chat with us. Um, Today, our topic, um, we have a variety of topics.
2: Don't we always?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And um, what's our Martini of the Day? The martini of the day is the apple martini, a little sweet, little sour, just like us. Just like us. So I'm going to pour those now, as you let our listeners know. The fun topic, and I say fun with a lot of sarcasm. Tell them what we're talking about. Shake it up, Dustin. We are talking about our favorite topic as entrepreneurs: accounting. Woo! Everybody sleeping? I can't stand accounting. Just so you know, it's not fun, but it is necessary, and. Gina, can I show you what I brought with me? Yes, please do. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. 2009 tax return. Ooh, Dustin, do you have applause as a sound effect? (laughs) (laughs) Because because (laughs) for those of you who have a calendar, you know that it is 2010. And we are just getting our 2009 taxes done, and yes, Gina and I are in the same boat
0: together. mm -hmm. But
1: we did file extensions, so it's all legitimate. We're legal. We're legal. It's legitimate. Um, So we have till tomorrow. So I know I have my taxes here ready to go, and right after the martini meeting, on my agenda is stop at post office.
0: (laughs) Very good. Well, you'd be proud of me. I did put mine in the mailbox. You're ahead of the game. Before I left today.
1: Good for you. How would that feel? Not good, because I had to write a check.
0: No, I didn't.
1: (gasps) You didn't have to write a check. I did not have to write a check. You're kidding. No, can I tell you how much I love my accountant? Yay! (laughs) (laughs) And that would be Jeff Hinman. He would be very appreciative of the little plug. But yes, it has, uh, it's definitely been a learning experience. And Gina, I don't know if you were like me. But as I was we're very alike, we walk alike, we talk alike, we even dress alike. Yeah, it's scary. I have found myself every time entering in a receipt into QuickBooks going, I will never do this again. I will never do this again. I will never do this again. I will, <laughs> again. I will not wait till 2010, October 10th, to enter in all of my receipts for an
0: entire year. Let me ask you a question because you've been in business longer than I have. So, you had that little conversation with yourself, and I had the same one. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's cheers first.
1: Cheers. Cheers. Yay. Here's the taxes being done. We deserve that. Apple martini, everybody.
0: Let me ask you this, because um, it's kind of my first year doing business taxes, so I feel like I have a really good excuse for being late. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Because it was new. And you had this little conversation with yourself, Never Again, which I had the same conversation. But
1: I ask you, do you have that conversation every year? I do. Okay. I'm embarrassed to say that I do, but this year is going to be different, um, and I can honestly say that because the first year we were so new, it, it really the, the tax return was a joke. So now we've definitely progressed. We're bigger now. We actually have an income, whereas before we didn't have an income. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the first two years we were in the in the minus. Right. And that's okay. Most people will tell you in your first five years, that's, that's okay. And uh, so we're right on track with that. So I didn't find the pressure. Now, so that I can track and measure and hold myself accountable, I have to get better. And that is definitely the plan for this year. Um, in fact, doing 2009 taxes has motivated me now that we will have 2010 all up to date by November 15th. So it will all be done ready to go. No. No way. Yes, I'm Are actually having a certain somebody, um, Ted, holding me accountable for that. Wow. November 15th I mean, is I, the day. I date. know
0: Ted and it'd be good if And you had, know he'll hold me accountable. I wish he would hold me accountable. I wonder if I could
1: get the same service. Well, he's from. nicer to you than he is to me. But don't you feel like you need someone to be the guy to say is it done yet? Are your taxes I had someone ask me the other day, well, what about your quarterly taxes? Don't you pay those? I go, no, I'd have to actually have them entered in to know what I owe to pay right, them. Right. No. Right. So, again, listeners, don't do as I say or do. Just learn from my mistakes. And that's what we're going to talk about today is just what do we <laughs> wish we would have done differently? <laughs> Why is 2010 going to be different? And, and I definitely welcome, if, if those of you listening have any helpful tips, of how I can stick to my 2010 goal of November 15th, having everything up to speed, let me know, because I, I need that help. Well, it's interesting
0: because I just had lunch with you. That's why we were, <laughs> we literally skated in here. I think they were a little panicked to hear women talk. They're <laughs> like, where are they? Um, we actually had lunch together to go over the rest of our calendar year for Hear, Mo- hear Women Talk so we can get all of our uh, topics together for the rest of the year. Um, so I kind of am a little bit familiar
1: with your schedule and the craziness
0: with which Yeah, because we're doing a lot of training together coming coming up, and I'm just curious how you're going to actually make it happen by November 15th, because it's like like 30 days away.
1: Well, um, number one answer to that is intern number one. I have two interns, kind of like thing one, thing two. I have intern number one and intern number two, mm-hmm. and I'm just saying that because I don't want to say their names. Right. So intern number one is actually putting together what I didn't stay so organized with, So intern number one is putting together all of 2010 so everything is filed better than what I had. I do save all my receipts. I do save all the, um, you know, my bank statements. It's all entered in. But my goal for 2010 is to itemize every expense with each individual client. That's the tough part. Oh yeah that's fancy yeah I know just getting it entered <laughs> in as you heard was a task let alone oh, getting
0: off. Hey, Schmancy I'm excited that I have gotten into a system after this debacle this year of filing late my um, my system is at least I I'm able to now divide my two companies uh, I, I have two files for the company, so receipts for one company go here, receipts for the other company go
1: there, and that's about as sophisticated as it is at The two moment. companies, that's, I mean, a lot of us who own our own business, you also do your taxes together mm-hmm. with your personal. Yeah. You its like have three, a lot other, it's three entities. Right. That's not easy, so those of you who might be listening thinking, how hard can it be, ladies, I welcome you to the chaos exa- that is financial. When I got the tax return yesterday, And I saw that I owed
0: money, and it's not a lot. I called the CPA back. I go, who's paying? (laughs) Me
1: or the other two companies? So basically you're wanting to know what checkbook it came out (laughs) of. (laughs) Exactly.
0: I'm like, which checkbook am I pulling out? And he's like, "Uh, that's you. I'm like, oh, can one of the companies
1: reimburse me for that? (laughs) So your companies are, tell our our listeners, your companies are? Carolina Improv Company and Uptown. Theater, which are two different companies. So I just have to worry about mine, which is the Meeting Institute, and it's it's different though when you're trying to make sure everything is eyes are dotted, T's are crossed. So for you, you even have a bigger, a, a bigger what is the word I'm looking for? Mess to deal with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Messes, is,
0: mess is a really <laughs> good. And an word. appropriate word for? It's a very appropriate because it is a mess, and I I do have to say that I was very excited. Um, I had to see my CPA on Saturday, because um, he's really probably tired of me and he has other things to do other than him to listen today no (laughs) (laughs) no actually actually i i invited another cpa to listen to us for advice because i didn't want to bring my own cpa into it but he did say to me on saturday he goes I'm actually pretty impressed with what you've submitted. You're pretty organized in your spreadsheets. <laughs> my accountant did not say that. <laughs> my, he's like, I'm very impressed. He goes, I was really starting to worry. He goes, because you kept Facebooking about it. You, because I'm like, oh, God, I'm putting together the, oh, my accountant's going to hate me. He goes, I was freaking out. If I out.
1: remember correctly, did, did you not ground yourself at that time? Oh, yeah. And put yourself into a cave and say, no one call me, no one contact me. I was on
0: quarantine.
1: Me. That was oh, me yeah. last week. Well, um I
0: can't maybe because we're late, we're going to break <laughs> what feels like really quick. Um, but we just got the high sign. It's time to go on break. So um we are going to go to break. When we come back, we're gonna talk more about um how much we love doing accounting and and really more importantly, um, as one of my um uh, partners said today, you really should be talking about cash flow and financial statements to better gauge your business.
1: Well, we could definitely talk about and I want to talk about these receipt scanners because I want to know when you scan them in, does it really, like, I want it to scan in, enter into QuickBooks at the same <sighs> time. Do you have that? Let's talk about that when we come back Okay, that's so, the world I want to live in. So let's talk about QuickBooks when we come back because I, I, there's something I want to say about that. Okay. And at lunch we were talking about um, being able to write off what? Clothing. Clothing. I want to talk about clothing. So I know that we do have an accountant on the line on the chat. And my accountant and I get into arguments about clothing. So if you have some commentary on that, please chat in, call in at 914-338-1186 or go to hearwomantalk.com and let us know what you think. Should clothing be able to be... Tax-deductible if just, it is for work. Not just clothing, manicures and pedicures. Massage. No, Should I'm we go su- further? I'm serious. So okay,
0: let's talk uh, about it. We're going to go to break when we come back. We're going to talk about that. And uh, if there's any CPAs listening and you want to call us and give us your thoughts, please do. Just don't scold us. Don't scold us. We'll be back in a couple <laughs> minutes. Thanks. Shake
2: it up. Woo!
0: Woo, that feels so calypso. Welcome back to the Martini Meeting with Gina and Eileen. Before the break, we were talking about, um, can you write off clothes? And I want to know if I can write off a manicure and a pedicure. I'm sure James will have something to say about that. I'm sure James would love to call in and talk about that. Um, Here's my thought on manicure and pedicure. I feel like it is part of, it's marketing it's a professional image. It's a professional image. I have to maintain a certain image, and my nails should be done, and it should be a marketing expense. As should clothes. Now, for me, with clothes, and James on the chat is asking, um, does it have a logo or not? And we do have some logoed items, but when we do a show in Uptown, we buy clothes that fit your character, that fit our character for the show. So the question is,
1: that dress that I bought. For the Unreal Housewives, can I write that dress off? I would assume account would say, could you wear it again? If you could wear that dress again out in public and it would not stand out, then you cannot write it off. Now, that god-awful lip <laughs> shirt that you have, and I can only say this to Gina, my friend and colleague, but she has this horrible, god-awful shirt that has lips all over it, and I had to call her out on Facebook and go, did you really wear that shirt in public? And she said, Eileen, it was for the Valentine's Day show. What was the name of the show at Uptown that was the... Oh, my gosh, I forget. But it was a Valentine's Day theme. So it was all in that. And you said you specifically did buy that shirt for the show. So I would think that shirt, because, trust me, people, you would never want to see her in that shirt again, even no matter what she says, she should not wear that in public. So that, that shirt... I don't. Thank goodness. Yeah. That shirt, I would think, would be deductible. But if you could wear... The dress that you wore for the show, again, it would not be. That's only my understanding. Well, I'm
0: going to tell you right now that James says, if they can be worn for something else, whether you would or not,
1: not deductible. Now, look at this. Strippers can write off
2: lingerie,
1: manis, and petties. Is that true? Do I need to be a stripper? Let's not even go to that conversation. How does DCO would know
0: this? DC, are you a (laughs) stripper, Dawn? (laughs) Come on, Dawn, tell us. How
1: does she know this <laughs> yes it is.
0: yes true. it is true she so you really
1: can write off but see then that's their work attire but what if they wear that lingerie for other said purposes like see? sex yes the three-letter word so can that still be tax-deductible like my suit you know if I go to Banana Republic which I did last year and my accountant says I cannot write that off but that suit I strictly only wear for presentations, businesses, business meetings. I don't wear that to go to church. I don't wear that to go to Walmart. I don't wear that for anything else other than work. So I feel that that suit should be tax deductible. Thoughts? Tell me because my accountant and I disagree on that. I think it's a double standard. I'm just saying. We have a question here. So does... Does she remove her manicure and pedicure when she <laughs> leaves? And I love I love Gary. Listen to that. Not only does he ask the question, does she remove her manny and petty when she leaves the club, he wrote, when she leaves the club. The club. <laughs> well, hey, we have a caller. We
0: have um, James on the line. James is, uh, is a CPI. I hope I got that correct. James, are you there?
3: Yes, I am. How are you doing, Adeline and Gina?
0: We're great. How are you today, James?
3: Uh, doing good.
0: Well, we would love you to chime in on some of our crazy topics that we're talking about today. Any thoughts on any of this?
3: Well, first of all, let me let me let you all know that um, it, it depends if your accountant and, and myself for my my clients. Uh, we don't make these rules up.
2: Right. <laughs>
3: if you don't agree with them? You need to talk to your congressman because they are the writers of the law.
1: So, so James, so if you're saying you were my accountant, you would not allow me to write off my suit. Is that what you're telling me?
3: If the suit uh, does not have some sort of thing that would make it not wearable for everyday use or going to church, then your account is, is correct as far as what the law says.
1: I don't agree. <laughs> 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 okay, well, <let's... laughs> I,
3: I, um, I understand that you don't agree with it, but one of the things I learned in college when I went to accounting class was my professor said if you think the tax code's going to make sense, you're in the wrong class. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like taxes to make sense.
1: Okay. Now, now, James, being that I know that you and I both support the same Big Ten University, what if I were to put Penn State on there? Yes. Would that help at all? Would, if I brought that into you as my account, would I get any leeway, any bias, anything?
3: If you work for Penn State,
1: yes. <laughs> Not the answer I was looking for, but anyway.
0: <laughs> well, let's, let's, James, let's... Let's talk about... Um, uh, the have,
3: bookstores would love that.
0: Uh. <laughs> Let, let's talk about this. Uh, someone made a comment about strippers being able to write off lingerie and manicures and pedicures. Is that is that true? And body improvements we're seeing on our boobs, chat line. Boobs specifically. Uh,
3: I, I have seen that before, yes.
0: You have seen boobs before or you have seen that
2: people, <laughs> that people are able to write them off? I
3: have seen... <laughs> I'm sorry, James. I've seen uh, the write-offs of, of those particular items on this returns. Yes.
1: Really? You've seen them, in, but they're not legal, or are they legal? That is acceptable, is what you're saying? If you are a stripper.
3: You, you would you would at least have room for an argument on that one.
2: Room for the an IRS argument, say huh?
3: No, and it's just how, how far you want to take it. Hmm. I mean, when we take the deductions on a return, we've got to do with the expectation that there's a chance that we could win. Unfortunately, hmm. in the case of your suit, there are too many cases out there that say that you don't.
1: Interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, I want to know then.
3: The manicure and the pedicure are also for. I mean, you know, I have I have people all the time to try and take uh, deductions for. You know, haircuts and that sort of thing, because to say that their job requires them to have, you know, be well-groomed. But, um, you know, depending on the type of profession, that that is very difficult.
1: All right. So let's say Gene and I, we do corporate training, and we have to project a mm-hmm. professional image. So my haircuts and color, which we'll keep between friends here, when that happens and I get that, that service done, I cannot write that off, or would I be able to? What do you think?
3: I, I would not. I don't think you'd be able to. Not, Dang it! Not unless you were in some sort of a entertainment type of. Uh, oh, I entertain,
1: James. Where, I entertain.
3: <laughs> okay, well. Know, I've been at your seminars, and I, I've always been entertained. So, okay. Well, let's you know, we,
1: let's talk about that, James. From
0: an
3: entertainment, it, very difficult.
1: It's difficult. So, so basically, if I were to put something like that, does that just put more of a red flag for an audit?
3: Well, you know, basically, you know, people will say that I did this and I did that, and, and basically what you're doing is you're playing, uh, you know, taxation lottery, you know. They just haven't gotten caught yet in a lot of cases. Hmm. And I, 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 mean, I would prefer to not to get
1: caught. It. So anything that you can tell us, I'm going to take, and I'm going to definitely apply.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, you could be creative. Uh, basically, for the tax cut says, ordinary necessary for the business, and... Uh, but there are also cases out there where they have people who have tried to take those deductions and you know the IRS and the tax court say that they aren't and uh, unfortunately in you're my business I can't deduct my suits and you know I need to wear a tie I'd hate to um, you know I can't deduct my tie um, you know, I hate to choose I wear and, and wear them anywhere other than work but you know can't do it
1: hmm. Are there any deductions that other small business owners are, are overlooking? Just as Jean and I have just finished our 2009 taxes and now we look back and try to think, okay, what could we have done better? What could we have been smarter? Do you have any deductions that maybe I didn't know about? Is there anything that you see that you're you're advising your clients on of, oh, you should have really deducted this? Is there anything you want to share with us? A lot of that
3: comes through discussions with the client and, and you know, what are you deducting that you feel are necessary for your business? You know, uh, what kind of marketing are you doing? What kind of, um, kind of expenditures are you, you doing? And, and really, if you get to know the client, you get to know those areas. Uh, and, and Don is right, and, and we write off the toilet paper, but not, not unless we have a business report.
1: for it. And for those of you who are not on the chat line, one of our regulars, Dawn, wrote, I heard that a good CPA, CPA can get you to write off toilet paper. So that's a good one. <laughs> I, and I, I
0: guess it depends on, yes. you know, if, if I'm, like, I buy toilet paper for... Yeah, the
3: toilet paper is.
0: Yeah, I buy toilet yes. paper for Uptown. Right. For the theater because this so is that's an su- office supply. It's a supply.
1: It's a supply. Right. Yes. Now, what about advertising?
3: We have someone... Go ahead, James. If I'm advertising my business, yes. So you I mean, can write it, off
1: advertising. The business. Oh yeah. Now, is there anything you know, that most people don't realize you can write things.
3: off? Go ahead. Well, there are a lot of people that try and write off, um, you know, a lot more that go with that advertising. You know, they say I put a sign on my car, driving around town, so I should be able to, to you know, write off my whole car and. You know, um, whether or not that's reasonable or defendable is is the question, you know, if I have it wrapped, uh, you know, and and if I'm uh, doing the the theater up in the the mall and and I have my car wrapped and I use that for driving around town, that's clearly more deductible than...
1: Don't give her ideas, James. Don't give the PR whore any, any more ideas. Oh, my goodness, he gave me an idea. I could just wrap the car. Really, That's James? That's a great idea. Thanks, James. Yeah. Thanks. You're
0: J- welcome. <laughs> James, we have to go to break. Can you stick, and, a- and the, and can you stick around for yes, a little I'm bit?
3: There. I'd be happy.
0: Awesome. So uh, stick
1: around. We're actually going to go to break right now. Uh, we'll be back in two minutes. And talk- as, as we go to break, James, can you do me a favor? Because Gina will love this. Can you give me a Penn State Please. Nittany Lion roar?
2: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two minutes. Woo! Welcome back to the
0: Martini meeting. We are talking about accounting and financing for your small business or large business or for yourself personally. And we've been having all kinds of discussion today about what can you write off? Can you write off a manicure, pedicure, clothing? A boob job if you're a stripper. <laughs> um, and we have James on the line with us today. James, you're a CPA, correct? Yes, I am. Just so that I get that right. And your firm is Duncan Farmer Munden mcgillrath cobb smith and jones <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> there's a whole lot of us yeah
3: there's
0: a whole lot of you so um... if you guys are not on here women talk social.com, check that out become a member of the here women talk network james is on the chat and on the phone today so if you have any questions about accounting for your business uh... check out james and he could answer some questions for you he's kind of our expert for today Um and we, we're getting a lot of questions which in I love them, on I love, the I love. chat, that's awesome, so um, what was the last thing that we asked James?
1: Well we made him do the Penn State New line, oh, well,
2: yeah, but that was pure Man- yeah, wow. the
3: was good. Yeah.
1: But um, we were going to talk about QuickBooks and I'm really interested in this because you told me at lunch some interesting things that your CPA has told you which is different than what my CPA and mm-hmm. I do to maintain records and receipts, so let's talk about quickbooks and how many of you use quickbooks let us know i know i do that's how i record everything that's how i print out my p and l reports my cash flow reports that's kind of how i know what i'm doing well when i do it
2: so Mm -hmm.
1: and your cpa said what well
0: i got as far as buying quickbooks (laughs) And, <laughs> and um, So basically, she has the receipt to write it off, yes, but she's never used it. I wrote it. it off. I did write it off. It's on my computer. And when I got with my CPA on Saturday, he's like, don't use it. He said, if you are not proficient in it, please don't use it because you're going to actually cause more work for me, which will a- actually cost you more money. I would prefer that you enter everything in these spreadsheets. Oh, see, now you say
1: spreadsheets to me, and I start to twitch. Now, James, what do you think? Which would you prefer if you had a client coming in? Do you like QuickBooks? Is that something you use? I,
3: I use, I, I, basically, I have clients that use QuickBooks. I have clients that use Peachtree. I have clients that use a lot of different software. And really, they're all very, very similar.
0: What um, about a spreadsheet?
3: Know, I do have some people that do spreadsheets. It just depends on the volume of transactions that you're talking mm. about, whether that's an efficient use of your time.
1: Hmm. See, I I like the QuickBooks because it enters it in. I get reports that I don't have to
2: Hmm.
1: formulate. It already does it for you. So just by entering in receipts, then I can see, okay, how am I on cash flow right now? And and that's something that Ted. That's Mm -hmm. really interesting, Um, Eileen. How are you on cash flow right now? It's all over the board. It is all over the board. Uh, We have a a strategy and operations consultant that just joined our team at the Meeting Institute. And I said, you know, for doing what you do for a living, I kind of need you to help us. And he said, well, I want to see your cash flow report. And I printed that very thing out, and it's all over the board. And it's one of those things I think many of our listeners can relate. You know when you have money, and you know when you don't. You yeah. don't need a report to tell you. Someone in the chat just said, cash flow? What's that? Ha Thank ha. you, Lynn. Thank you. And it's kind of like I know, okay, and in December I have one big client that pays out the end of the contract. So that's money that I have to pay out. But I don't need a report to tell me. So I think those of us who run small businesses, we have such a a gauge of when you have money. But I want to get past that. I want to get to the next level so that I can start planning for the next five years to be more profitable. And I think a cash flow report would help it. So anyway, I like QuickBooks because I'll be honest. I'm not that smart with the whole math side of things. Mm -mm. So if I can enter in receipts... I think the
3: QuickBooks also helps as as a tool for management. You know, you had talked about wanting to keep track of your kind of your jobs, your different clients, Mm -hmm. and and the cash flow with the client. And QuickBooks allows you to do that job costing in there, where you can say, "I'm doing work for James. Here's what my revenue is, and here's what my expenses are with relationship to that to that activity." And so you can look at it. So when you're out quoting new businesses, you know, I didn't think. I didn't think about that expense. I need to add that into the budget right. to make sure I'm charging enough.
1: And I know for me, James, like I have a certain client, which thank goodness we will not have them in 2011. It's one of those clients you need to fire, you mm-hmm. know, one of those. And mm-hmm. um, But, you know, when you look at it on paper, it's it's not a client that brings us in revenue, but they bring us cash flow. Right. They're, they're that client that I know that I can pay my bills because they finish it off. So, it's, so they kind of break even. They you. break even, but at the same point, you know, not a client I want to keep. But I want to know how to better manage the clients that I have that are my good clients so that I can lower expenses and and all of that. So if you have any insight. Now, what about QuickBooks, James? Is there a, a trick that we're missing? Is there something when we turn that into you as an accountant, is there something we should be specifically doing with our Quick well, one,
3: Books. Of the, one of the things that that happens in a lot of cases is you guys will be sitting here right now just as you are, and you know you say, okay, I want to do QuickBooks so that my 2010 uh, comes out great. And one of the things that would be would be very helpful in working with your accountant is to number one get them involved in setting you up. In other words, what is my chart of accounts and what are they using for year end, um, so that we're using the same numbers and the same. Terms and titles and that sort of thing for for my categories and my chart of accounts. Um, And then what needs to be broken down? You know, there are some expenses that we need to know about because they're deductible one way versus another way. Um, So it's kind of important to have those categories set up rather than having you go through a full year's worth of work um, to find out you should have been doing it another way. Um, So, you know, I like to get involved with my clients when I set them up and then Also, let them go in through and do about one or two months worth of work and have me look at the detail and say, okay, this should be here, this should be there, and, and, um, you know, before they get too far down the line. Mm -hmm. Because you can spend a lot more time at the end if it's not, you know, anywhere close.
0: Uh, James, someone in the chat, and, and, and I have to echo what she's saying. She says, I have QuickBooks, would love someone to set it up for me so I don't make a mess. And I think maybe that's where my CPA was going. He's like, if if you're not proficient in it, please don't start using it because you're going to actually make my job more difficult, which is ultimately going to cost you money. So when it comes to something like QuickBooks, you know what? I am not proficient in accounting. And you know what? That's not the best use of my time. The best use of my time is doing what I do and selling what I do. So, mm-hmm. would you advise that maybe as a small business owner, um, you you hire a CPA who can set all that up for you? I really need someone to dumb it down for me. So all I got to do is enter my information. Oh,
1: for the love of Pete! I am horrible with this stuff. I set up QuickBooks.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it, it, and, and a lot of CPAs have bookkeepers on their staff, um, so you're not necessarily hiring the accountant to do it at their billing rate, but you're hiring a bookkeeper at a, at a much lower rate to help you get that stuff done. Um, but, you know, we outsource what we don't do. You know, one of the things Amen. I would <laughs> never do if I was in business for myself is do payroll because mm-hmm. I don't want to have to worry about one of the payroll tax deposits to one right. of the forms to, you know, I hire somebody to do that for me. And so for some people, the bookkeeping that that thing that they outsource
0: is that something that your firm does and other firms do do you, oh yeah okay so your
3: most local firms are going to do that because they do have somebody on staff we do payroll for clients and we do quick we, we do the bookkeeping that sort of thing
0: so they could uh-huh. they could either your firm could actually do it or could your firm set it up for me so that i can enter it myself
3: Yes, and we do that also. One of the things that I like about QuickBooks, I don't know if you looked at it when you were looking at the software, but there's actually an online version of QuickBooks. And a couple of things on that. Number one, for those of you that travel, Eileen, <laughs>
2: um,
3: you know, I, all I need is internet access, and I have access to my QuickBooks mm. wherever I am, <sighs> and um, so I can keep track of my wow. bookkeeping and use it as a tool on the go, um, just long as I had um, um, you know, internet access. Um, wow. So, and, and then also I can give my accountant to log in where he can go in and look at it. And all he has to do is be able to get online. And we can do that together even though we're not sitting across right. uh, across the table.
1: Wow. And I know, and not to take anything away from, from James and his firm's skill and any accountant or CPA, but there is this thing called a library. And they have <laughs> this book on QuickBooks. <laughs> it's sitting on my desk and it goes yeah. through it's about two inches thick and I actually have it because James just like you're saying I, I want to get better in it because I it I love QuickBooks now we had someone um send in Tina who uh, just moved from from New York she came to Myrtle Beach and now she's actually moving to Dallas but cu- she had her own chiropractic business and she said that she's actually moving over to Quicken I'm curious your opinion QuickBooks versus Quicken I know Quicken Apples I couldn't and figure oranges, out. to me Quicken versus yeah, Qu- QuickBooks, which is what's your opinion on that?
3: Qu- Quicken is kind of the QuickBooks light where I'm going to be managing more of a, a cash in and a cash out, and trying to categorize that type of uh, um, information, as opposed to being able to look at, you know, a balance sheet and an income statement. Uh, QuickBooks is more of a, a checkbook, um, uh, cash flow type uh, analysis machine. Um, you yes. know, it, it's good for for a small company. It works. Um, Again, just make sure the categories that you set up are ones that will work with your CPA and you're not having to go through and re-summarize things at the end of the year.
0: So which one is better for
1: like a P&L statement?
3: The QuickBooks.
1: The QuickBooks. So how do you know if your business has gotten too big to get to Quicken?
3: Um, Really, you know, if if I've got, um, you know, let's see, 60 to 75 transaction a month, um, and going toward 100, I'd probably look at going to the QuickBooks um, over the Quicken. Um, there are some people that, that get so comfortable, though, that they feel um, comfortable with the Quicken, and that's what they learn, and that's what they know, and they'll stick with it a long time after that. So it's, it's what, do you, what information are you looking for and what, what are you getting mm-hmm. out of it, and, and what can they offer.
1: Okay. I, have, I have a question for you. Sure. In, in my QuickBooks, When I come to my month, like for example, when it comes to doing 2009, and I'm a little behind, I kind of got to the point when I did meet because I have a category for meetings, meals, and entertainment. Right. I did not enter in every single thing. I added it all together and put one lump in. Is that a red flag? Because I was under the crunch to get this in by October 15th. October. It's not
3: going to be necessarily a red flag, but I did some of. if, if it ever got looked at, you need be, you would need to be able to provide the detail. Of and I have every that. receipt.
1: I have every statement on my bank statement. I just didn't want to enter in, like you're saying, 60 of right. those different things over two months. So is that okay?
3: I mean, it's okay. And if you're getting the information you need, not, like meals, I can only deduct that half of my meals. 50%, so correct. If so if I've got other expenses in there, I either got to not deduct half of, Whatever those other expenses are, or make some sort of an estimate. So, I mean, it's um, it's um, you know sometimes when you summarize and lump everything together, sometimes you come up with um, results that you didn't intend tax wise. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, James, um, we're getting ready to go to break again, but could you, can you still stick around? I know you have a job to <laughs> do, but I think... Especially tomorrow being October 15th. And, and tomorrow is, if you've filed an extension for your taxes, tomorrow is your deadline, and that's why that's the topic for And if you didn't know today. that, you should panic now. You should panic now. <laughs> um, call a lawyer. Um, can you stick around, James? Yes, I can. Because we still have some great questions. We've Lane's got a lot side. of yeah, great questions. Yeah, fantastic. Um, I've been, like, writing them down, but some of the questions that have come up for you to think about on our break with us. Um, How much advertising can I write off? Um, Tell me more about home office deductions. How can I find a good CPA? And I think the last thing we got was, does James recommend just bringing all your accounting to the (laughs) office and just have them sorted out? They will kill you. If so, what (laughs) things should a business owner bring? So that's a lot of questions. And um, when we come back from the break, we'll have about um, 12 minutes to uh, maybe 10 minutes to get all those questions answered. So go, James, go. <laughs> so if you could stick, uh, stick we'll around with me, James. We'll talk fast. Um, thanks for listening to the Martini meeting with Gina and Eileen. We'll be
2: back in two minutes. Welcome back to the Martini Meeting with oh. Gina
0: I- and Eileen. Where thank we, gosh, we have martinis. Thank gosh, especially with accounting. Um, this show really focuses on um, entrepreneurs. Um, this is where drinks flow and ideas grow. We only have about <laughs> <laughs> we only have about ten minutes left in our show, but today's topic is accounting because um, tomorrow is the uh, tomorrow's the deadline. If you filed an extension for your 2009 taxes get them in or get arrested uh, <laughs> so we have a James uh, McIlrath on the phone he's a CPA with a local firm and we've had so much activity on the chat today so obviously we need to do part two on accounting if you feel that way please um, chat with us and tell us that or email us join our Facebook page the Martini meeting or join herewomentalk.com to stay up to date with what we're doing but we've gotten a variety of questions um, that James is going to try to answer in five minutes including (laughs) how much advertising can you write off tell us more about home office deductions how do you find a good CPA Um, and
1: there's much more but we only have about 10 minutes and we've been talking about QuickBooks and can I just supersede and and kind of pull rank and ask James a question before we get to all those sure James these martinis we buy every week can I write these off
3: I am clearly thank you Okay, we
1: like this account! Good answer because I, I already have!
0: I have been writing up the martinis for this show! I have too! I write it on top of the receipt! We got okay. a reply in the chat. We'll need a part two for sure. So, obviously this is a really hot topic because here's the thing. When you're running a business, you know, you start a business because you want to do something that you love to do. And that's what we do. And to focus on the accounting and the finances is not what you do best Um, and it's it's not why you went into business unless you're an accountant but if you don't understand what's going on with your business financially you could really go out of business
1: it goes right to that expression you can't expect what you don't inspect
0: (gasps) (gasps) Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm take that that's brilliant (laughs) that's after your third martini? two that's great (laughs) awesome (laughs) So, James, based on all those questions, and about 10 minutes to uh, get all that covered, any thoughts on any of those questions?
3: Let's fire away. Uh, let's see. The first one was how much advertising, and really the the uh, deciding factor is going to be the ordinary and necessary, and if I'm doing a, an excess amount of advertising, you know, it might get looked out, but what the IRS is looking for in my um evaluating that advertising and am I getting results from it or is it something where I'm just trying to write off uh, the boat that I have (laughs) out on the weekend. Um, Is there
1: someone you're thinking of in particular right now? (laughs) uh,
3: There's more than one at the beach. (laughs) but you know the advertising. What they're looking for is ordinary, necessary, and as any business owner does is going to look at. Especially once they've got all this stuff in the computer, is they're looking at these expenses it as an investment in their business. And if I'm spending a dollar, I want to make more than a dollar back on that expenditure.
2: Okay.
0: So that take that takes care of accounting. <laughs> any, I mean, of uh, advertising. Any, um, any home And that's with any
3: expenses and home office. Um, you know, basically, the rules have been relaxed a little bit, um, but really, you know, the space needs to be, um, you know, kind of exclusively used for that business. So, you know, See? certainly wouldn't have my kid's video game machine in the office. Can I tell you what Gina um, told
1: me over lunch, James? Oh, gosh. Can I tell this, you? This
3: isn't going to get her in trouble. Is it? Don't this get me, is me in no, trouble. No, it just shows
1: that my friend tells me exactly straight up. I was telling her about the home office and how, I don't write off my home office because it's just... But
0: your home office is a home office. I I mean, it truly it is. is.
1: It is set up
0: like an office. But my
1: accountant will not do it because it says it's too much of a red flag because... He goes, you go on Facebook and you do personal things in the office. And if you worked for somebody, you would, I would do it there, too. <laughs> right. But he said you pay your own home bills out of that office.
0: As you would at a job if you had it.
1: Okay. I'm just and saying. So, So there's the... I'm being told by my accountant who you know I love dearly but it's too much of a red flag so now to hear you say that they have loosened up or whatnot what would our listeners need to know because I'm sure other people are like me who have a home one room allocated in their house which is what I have that is my home office and to allocate the certain square footage and all of that is there anything you can do to get around it?
3: Well. you know the, the the deal is is there's no black and white. If you do this, this, and this, you're going to get it. It, it. There there's a gray with all deductions, but but what I'm looking for when I'm got a client that wants to take the home office to be able to defend it is is that it's used for the business. That you know they don't have you know the a kid sleeping in there at night. Uh, you know um, they don't. That's not the TV room for mm. the family. Um, they don't have their video games in there, you know. Um.
1: Okay, so let's say hypothetically.
3: Hypothetically.
1: Hypothetically, if you I don't write off my home office, but I say I pay my Time Warner bill well, as like a compromise,
3: is that I, I would, acceptable? I would, I would say that that's a de minimis use of the of the office and shouldn't paint the whole office. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I would certainly... You know, if it's predominantly used for business purposes, that's that's
1: predominantly. What would be the percentage?
3: I would say probably greater than ninety percent.
1: Oh, and it is. That's what I'm saying.
0: I think maybe James needs to be your new accountant. I'm am ju- just go. saying because <laughs> <laughs> because you're doing most of the same with my home office. Yes, do I pay a bill while I'm in there? Yeah, I do. As I did when I worked for somebody else. Right. My home office does not have. Uh, a playpen in it. The kids aren't in there. The dog's not in there. It is an office with a desk and bookshelves
1: and computers. And Gina, you see my office. My office is an a office. TMI office. It
0: is not designated. And James,
1: you would like it. It's a lot of. It's a Penn State room.
0: Yeah, it's a Penn State room. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't
3: matter what color you decorate it because I've got a I've got a picture of Old Main on my office wall too.
1: So there you go. So okay, so maybe we need to talk because I bet you that's a thing that of years past. I know the government was very tough on that. I, I right. think if your computer and your desk were in your living room, yeah, that's where the it, that's where Gina told me she goes. Just walk into the living room when you pay the bill. That's, that's what she told me. <laughs> Take your laptop and walk it into the living room and walk, room and walk back in when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> do
3: you see what I do? Do you have any other place where you do that type of stuff, that administrative stuff,
1: for personal or for business? Do you have
3: an office somewhere else at another location?
1: No, no, that's it.
3: Yeah. I mean that, that's clearly what you're looking for is I don't have it's not that I have it there just for my convenience it's because I need it I'm using it for that business and that's the only place that I use for that
1: Yeah so as an accountant is that a hard thing for you to figure out because that was something that I was presented with
3: or no No ba- no basically you're looking at the the square footage of the office as opposed to the total square footage of the house right. and then you take the expenses for the house and you say you know, the utilities were $100, and the office takes up 10%, so right. I get to deduct $10. $10, yeah.
0: I think you need to make a meeting with James.
3: Yes, clearly.
0: Okay. See? And and maybe you have the wrong CPA. And and we're coming near Again, the end. Again, I'm not
1: paying money this year. <clears throat>
0: okay, well, maybe I made more money. I don't know. <laughs> maybe my revenue is higher than
1: yours. Well, <laughs> I'm just a little more sneaky with my expenses. <laughs> Ooh, tit for chat. Oh, I love it. I love martini meetings. <laughs> this makes accounting so much more fun.
0: <laughs> it really does. You have to drink to do it. Um, you know, we're going to have to do part two on this show. I really feel that. James, would you be willing to come back and talk to us again? No problem. Because we've had, um, and I I think this would go on forever, but, you know, another question we had was about finding a good CPA. Mm -hmm. And, you know, clearly Eileen has a CPA. I have a CPA. We have differing opinions from CPAs. And somebody in the chat had asked, you know, do you recommend that the business owner come in and um, just bring everything and let them sort it out? Um, What should a business owner bring
3: I, I to have a CPA. clients that do bring everything. They pay a little more for the service than, than the people that have it summarized. But,
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, you know, we really try and tailor our service. We're a service business. We tailor our business to whatever the client needs. So, you know, if you're willing to pay for it, sure, bring it on in. But clearly, go visit, go talk to the CPA, interview them, just like you would any other person that you're hiring to work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ask them questions like, I have a home office and, course you don't want to shop for opinions but you want to hear what their response was is and make sure that it's reasonable Um, make sure that it's not way off base based on what other people are telling you.
1: What questions would you ask them or what questions would you recommend for us to ask of the CPA?
3: Um, You know you you would really tailor it towards your business and what you're doing Um, even if it's just an individual you're going to have particular uh, questions you know I have kids in college and I want to find out more about you know, being able to take credits or deductions for education, you know, can I claim them as a dependent? Um, even in business, you know, I have this home office, and, and or I think I have a home office. What what am I going to be able to do or what am I not going to be able to do? Uh, I operate in multiple states. You know, do I need to file a tax return in all these states? Um, you know, I would tailor it to, towards your business. You know what the critical things in your business are.
1: Like, can I write off martinis?
2: Exactly.
3: Exactly.
1: exactly. <laughs> and can I write off, as we're getting ready,
0: we're going to, we haven't seen the high sign from Dustin yet, but I know that uh, Dustin would, three minutes. Um, so, Dustin, uh, uh, whoever you are, James. Every year, Yeah, what do
3: you
0: think? So I have two, two businesses, um, Uptown in particular, because we do shows there and we buy wardrobe, can I write off the dress I buy? She's back to that dress. I just need to know: Can I write off the dress that I buy that I use for a specific character in a show? As a, it, as are wardrobe, you keeping it,
3: are you keeping it up at Uptown?
0: It's at Uptown.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that that's more of a costume than it is a wardrobe. Uh, you know, a, you know, a clothing item. Okay. Uh, you know, and and. Clearly, in theater and entertaining, I mean, we're on the beach. We have a lot of people in the entertainment industry, and, you know, they wear things that they wouldn't necessarily be caught dead in outside. And Right. Uh, so we, we tend to, you know, maybe push the envelope a little bit there. Okay. But, you know, um, clearly you're going to want to take a look at it and say, you know, what what is it? What am I using it for? Where is it at? And, and answer a bunch of questions to kind of tilt the scales in your favor.
0: Okay. And if my character needed to get a manicure and a pedicure for the show for her <laughs> character because that, that is what that character for a show would do.
1: And I'm sure she's going to write a character in for next week's show that has a Fendi bag, Christian Louboutin. See, I see where or she's coach. going with this. See? or coach? Are oh, you going to slum uh, it now? I
3: think I think what they're talking <laughs> about is ordinary necessary, and and there probably have been some Fendi bags deducted in the past. But how do you do that? You wouldn't that? be caught in the Fendi bag outside of uptown, would you?
0: No, you would never, never. Use it anywhere else. No, She is lying. I would use the, the Fendi bag only at Uptown, but from a, again, from a Medicare and a Better Care perspective. I, I,
3: I, w- I wouldn't recommend it. Okay.
0: How about a massage? <laughs> we do a massage. We have argued about that, James. You've heard me Based talk about health, that. Based on health, you and Rod have told me this with that my you can use a massage as a health deduction.
3: Um, is it prescribed by a doctor? Is it therapeutic? Um, Come on, we don't
0: even have health care. Come on, we're
3: going to talk about that? No,
0: just kidding. <laughs> it's, not, it's not necessarily prescribed, but it makes me feel
3: better. It's called life uh, balance. And the martinis make you feel better, too, and we're saying you can deduct them. So you Yay. ought to be, no, I'm just kidding. Oh,
2: oh. oh. you had us oh, stand and then you lost us.
3: <laughs> yeah. So um, can we write so that off
0: as a health benefit?
3: What, the, the massage? The massage. Yeah. Um, I would say, if it was with respect to a specific diagnosis and treatment plan prescribed by a doctor, yes.
1: All right, Gina, I'm Dr. Eileen, go get a massage there. Okay. Write it up.
3: All right. There you <laughs> go. Well, we're having people saying this is crazy
1: that we should have a twenty four hour martini meeting on just these type of things. I love it, Lynn. We need a martini uh-huh. meeting marathon. I said that'd be quite crazy.
0: Ooh, that'd be crazy. We would not be able to
1: work. We would be drunk. <laughs> Um, awesome. Um, the show is coming. And you know what? Tina just signed offline. She's a chiropractor. She could have written us all those. Uh-huh. Huh? Uh-huh. <gasps> uh-huh. Okay.
0: We need to get with Tina to get the prescription. Next Thursday. Yeah.
1: All right. We'll for get it from yes. Tina. Awesome.
0: Today, uh, thank you. The show has quickly come to an end. What a end. great show. I love today's show. This is an awesome show. For someone it. who hates accounting and failed it twice in college. <laughs> Amen. If you loved our show today, please let us know if you want us to uh, do a part two on accounting. I think we can never get enough accounting, and we'll drink more to get through it. James, uh, would you definitely come back? Yes, I can. All right, we heard it. Awesome, awesome. We will bring James back to talk more about accounting, but unfortunately our show is over and we have to go. Thank you so much um, for listening to The Martini Meeting on hearwomentalk.com. For Zeus Radio, check us out on hearwomentalk.com or on Facebook at The
2: Martini Meeting. Have a great week. We will see you next week. Shake us out, Dustin. Shake it up.